The fact that my mom is still there, not that it matters since we don't speak anymore, is the driving force that has kept me at a distance, if I'm being honest. I don't need the memory of her to become a daily reality. Not after everything that happened. Never again. Get yourself together, Caroline. You're stronger than this, I mumble to the sign just outside my window. I've become stronger than this. Logically, I know this, but still, old habits don't ever really die, do they? I didn't survive the past twelve years to let fear keep me from living the life I've made. I promised myself that I'd take control of my life every day. It's time to stop making up reasons to stay closed off and not begin my new path of living. Impulsiveness might be something outside of my nature, but the only way I can think of to shake another call from him is to leap off the cliff of my comfort zone and make myself live. I don't know why, after almost five years away, he started calling again. If it weren't for the memories long suppressed that hearing his voice brings back, I would thank him, though. It's because of that call that I was forced to really see my life, and what I saw, I didn't like. Pushing those thoughts out of my mind, I turn the wheel to get back on the road and take the long way around Pine Oak's limits so I can get to the town on the other side, Lawbone. I could go home. I probably should. But I really don't want to be alone right now. Something my mind knew immediately during that call because I ran out into the storm the second I'd tossed my phone across the room. So I point my car to the one place I know without a shadow of a doubt will let me lose that feeling of being alone by finding safety in numbers, but still remaining by myself at the same time. Hazel's. The local honky-tonk is just outside of Pine Oak, on the farthest opposite end of Wire Creek, inside Lawbone City Limits. Okay, to call it a honky-tonk would be a stretch. It's a motorcycle bar that plays country music. It caters to a rough and rowdy crowd, but no one in there ever pays me a lick of mind. Of course, that's probably because one of my best friends is the owner, but even when he isn't there, I'm the last thing a man inside that place is looking for. I'm shy by nature, an introverted book nerd who can handle fictional people a lot better than I can deal with real ones. I'm not a head-turner. I never really gained the skills needed to make myself look anything but, well, plain. I tried. In high school, my best girlfriends always tried to teach me the ins and outs of being girly, but I was too interested in sticking my nose in a book and crushing on fictional cowboys to really retain any of it. I figured that, like in my books, the right man would love me for me, and not for what the enhancements of makeup and fancy clothes could do. I glance up at my reflection in the rear view as I pull into the lot and park and fight off a cringe. I look sad. And that sadness makes me look much older than my nearly 30 years. My brown eyes don't shine with the mirth most women my age have dancing in theirs. Those are the carefree women who still believe they'll find a life partner to ride off into the sunset with. Just the thought makes me snort. Where I always found my ordinary features and dull brown hair to be boring, I know the one thing I actually do have going for me is my figure— I've got the body of a dancer, thin and petite. It's my greatest attribute. I might not have all the curves most men seem to love, but I've been blessed with a body that requires minimum work to keep trim and firm. 
There isn't anything about me that particularly screams, hey, look at me, but I've been told men like my shape because it makes them feel like they were made to protect me. Or so my good friend Luke always says. Speak of the devil, I mumble with a smile, seeing Luke standing under the awning outside of Hazel's front door, blowing a long stream of smoke from his mouth. The burning tip of his cigarette stands out in the darkness around him. Luke Hazel, half of my best friend duo and twin brother to Lucy, is a dog. But at least he's an honest dog. Loyal to those he loves, protective to the max. With his harmless flirting, he's also helped to give me back some of the confidence I lost over the years. Carrie, he drawls when I step out of my car and pull my crossbody purse over my head. I roll my eyes and cringe at the nickname he knows I hate. Lukey Dookie, I jest, tossing out the nickname that I know he hates, placing my hands on my hips and arching above.